What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Silver Screen and Roll podcast. I'm Alex Padilla, and this week, the machine is with me. No, I was going to say, this week, I mean, because for me, I feel like I'm on my normal schedule. I'd normally record on Tuesday nights with Jordan Cruz, so I'm always like, and with me is the machine. What's up, Sasha? How are you, dude? I'm I'm really good. I just was watching this Raptors game right now, game five. And Kawhi looks like a freaking monster. He's so great. And you know, it's uh I don't think I've ever talked about it on the on any podcast before here. I went to San Diego State at the same time Kawhi Leonard was there. Oh. And it's just so insane to see what he's turned into. Like we all knew he was good at San Diego State. I heard he couldn't shoot outside the paint. He couldn't shoot. Yeah. He was good defensively, he was amazing. You know, like he right. And he, our biggest rival was Jimmer Fredette and BYU back then. And it was like, they went like 30 and three and he was the star of the team. It was clear he was the star of the team, but like he couldn't shoot. And I think that's why he dropped out of the lottery and went to the Pacers. Um, Cause he just couldn't shoot. I never imagined, nobody here imagined he was going to turn into what he's turned into. Cause now you got Max Kellerman getting crapped all over this today because he said that Kawhi Leonard's more clutch than Kobe. So it's like, what? What is this? Huh. That, I, I cannot believe how crazy and how crazy good Kawhi is. I just have no frame of reference for this, this like back and forth that everybody's having. Like everybody is like losing their goddamn minds over mm-hmm. what he has said. And I have zero frame of reference because everybody cover your fucking ears. I never watched Kobe play. Really? Yep. Is this something that's known on your normal show? This is known. This is known. <laughs> okay, this is known, known as far as like if you can do math, because I just became a fan like three years ago. Okay. Of basketball in general. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I have. I never watched Kobe play. I want. I started watching the year after his farewell tour. Okay. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I mean, but I, I just think it's uh, it's hilarious. Anytime it's like just slanderous to like say anything about. Kobe that's not like LeBron or Michael Jordan you know like if you say like Kobe's not Mm -hmm. top five people lose their absolute freaking minds and I'm just like dude it's just someone's opinion it's not that big a deal just because he's on tv like oh he's not saying whatever right I'm sure whatever he's the most incendiary thing I can go on tv (laughs) and say today yeah I'm sure some producer is probably getting like chewed out by Max Kellerman like dude you made me say that you know, Max Kellerman's not the one making making the, those hot takes every day. Like um, he said something I think else. Kellerman yeah. is like, "This is fucking genius." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Actually, you made me a goddamn star today." Everybody yeah. is tweeting this guy's name. This is the most traffic his Twitter account has gotten in a long oh. time. When I saw Max Kellerman was the number four trend on the U.S., I was like, "Oh, did he get in a car accident or something?" I legit, that's the first <laughs> thing I thought of because it's. On that sh- on that show, it's Stephen A. Smith that trends. Max Kellerman never freaking trends. Like so, I just thought the worst. Like something happened to Max Kellerman, or some boxing. He got in some interview, and some boxing guy like chewed him out or punched him. That's literally like what crossed my mind. And then I click on. It, I'm like, oh god, people in the NBA-, NBA Twitter is just so crazy about their top player, their top this. It's just yeah. so nuts. I, it's 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 such a lazy like conversation too like hey who's the best player of all time right there's no real answer really because like circumstances context and skill set are just like yeah like you can't 
absolutely just cannot have a real answer for it. Right. And then like the, the day and age that we live, and I think, I mean, it's topical to the Lakers, it's LeBron James. It's no matter what anybody says nowadays, it gets overanalyzed. And then, and then we do that too here on silverscreenandroll.com. Don't get us wrong, obviously. <laughs> but everything gets so overanalyzed and talked about and retweeted and reposted. Back then, like Michael Jordan was like the craziest freaking gambler, like cheated on his wife, I think, like just so much crazy shit that he did. And nobody ever said anything. You know, he never get that never gets brought up. But, you know, LeBron James says he's going to the Miami Heat in a boys and girls club and everybody loses their damn mind. Yeah, and LeBron, like, literally everyone is like, well, he's so, so, so dramatic. He's so dramatic. He just wants attention, like, when he's for doing that whole, like, it was a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, it was. The reveal and everything. But the whole thing just made money for charity. It's actually genius. Yeah, he actually did a good thing. And he raised, like, a bajillion dollars for charity in the process. He, what I like about him is he actually is the epitome of not caring at all about what people think about him because he will just do whatever it takes to win and to be a good person. He mm-hmm. literally will make himself look like an idiot and have people like 10 years down the line are going to be like, oh, it was just such like an attention-seeking move, but really it was just to make money for charity. Right, do something good. Yep. And it's funny because like you bring that up about he doesn't he does not care about what no, anybody says about all. him. Imagine any other athlete having a show on the HBO where he just gets to talk about his feelings about topical conversations like he has on the sh- on the shop right now. Like Kobe Bryant would never Kobe Bryant doesn't do an interview unless he's promoting something. You know, like he's just one of those athletes that he's not there just because he wants to be there to talk about his thoughts on things. LeBron James is openly is like such an open person. And he doesn't care. Like he, it, obviously that show benefits him financially. But you know, we were going to talk about it early, uh, later. But I might as well bring it up since we're here. Yeah. Um. You know, the whole thing about Magic Johnson and how uh, LeBron found out, like we all did, like on Twitter. He was in the locker room, and you know, he was like, "What? What the hell are you talking <laughs> about? Magic Johnson stepped down right now." And it's like, yeah. And he's like, "What the fuck?" Like you know. I so it's really cool that he did it through the shop and not like through some like interview with I he just did it on his own terms I think that's really cool like he went on his show in a place where he felt most comfortable with people that are like his business partners his friends his teammates people he admires people who like he feels comfortable around and just like talked about it as if it was this normal thing instead of like releasing it. I mean, now it's released into the cycle, but instead of like releasing it into the cycle as a news item, like he, it was like presented as if it was just his thoughts rather than a piece of information to be like disseminated. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the way he operates. He always controls his own message no matter what. I mean, did you even think about it? When he signed with the Lakers, he never made a public appearance until like photo day in El Segundo. Like he never did anything. No, no, no news. Yeah, and like no news conference, no interview. Maybe I think he said tweeted something, but it was like, the, nothing. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I actually don't um, remember. <laughs> yeah, I really don't remember either. I think, I think that <laughs> <laughs> it was actually yeah, I don't remember. 
but uh <laughs> it was uh it was to me like the most interesting part about the episode in the shop was like Lonzo Ball was there too and you know right. they asked him you know like how do you feel about it and he's like oh damn that's crazy yeah. Hey, Coos. Hey, Coos, what are we doing tonight? Like, what? <laughs> that was your reaction, dude? Like, you don't. Oh, my God. It was I so I. It was so eye-opening. Like, no matter how you how you received it, it's so eye-opening to see, like, a 16-year vet, you know, four-time NBA champion respond to something like that. And then a second-year guy that really didn't play all that much this season react to that. It, it was like, oh, wow. I almost felt like. I almost felt like their 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 reactions like should have been reversed, you know, like LeBron should be like, hey, what's I thought a, what it was up? interesting actually because Lonzo, I mean, I'm pretty close in age with him. He is a couple years younger than me, but we never were alive when Magic Johnson was playing. Like he's obviously a legend, and like you can go on YouTube and watch, and I'm sure Lonzo has, and I have as well. And watch old Magic Johnson videos, and like it's amazing, and it makes you fall in love with him and the way he plays. But he wasn't. It, it's not the same as like watching someone when you're a kid, or like watching someone when you're like just starting to get into basketball, and they're like who forms your opinions and whatever about basketball. And that's what LeBron is for Lonzo. And so I thought it was interesting because like for Lonzo, it's like yeah, it's the Magic is this like you know, crazy guy, this, like, amazing, like, almost, like, magical figurehead, but also, like, he doesn't have a whole lot to do with his formative experiences with basketball, so I kind of actually get it, like, for LeBron, it would Mm -hmm. be, like, this this was a guy that he watched when he was, like, young and probably was someone who, I mean, maybe it was Michael Jordan more, but, like, he probably has a closer relationship with Magic Johnson's gameplay than Lonzo, And for LeBron, I could totally, and Magic is probably like a huge role model for him because of his business, like his stuff that he did after basketball too. Right. And you can see that from LeBron already. So like, I actually get it. For LeBron, it would have been like, holy shit, like this guy that I look up to, he's like kind of a crazy weirdo and like kind of screwed us all over. And then for LeBron, he's like, (laughs) who the fuck is that? I don't give a fuck. Let's go drink. Like, I get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting that you bring that up to because like Lonzo, like straight up told everybody in that episode that I looked up to LeBron like that. Like yeah. that was my favorite player. I had LeBron's jerseys. I had LeBron's shoes. I love LeBron. Like, so to, yeah, I guess what you're saying is like, maybe LeBron, like maybe it was Jordan, but maybe it was Magic because of their similar playing styles. They're so big. Yeah, true. That, yeah, like they're right. They're like that. that's probably it. That's probably the same dynamic that Lonzo's looking at Ron looking up to him, looking at the way he runs his businesses. Obviously, Lonzo's business is not as successful so far. But, like, you're probably dead on, spot on right. Now, I, mean, I didn't even think about it that way. I kind of thought about it as, like, like, like this guy, Magic Johnson, this, like, you know, I hate the word iconic, but this iconic, like, liquor <laughs> guy. Like, like, I that's a whole it's different like, podcast. I could talk about the word iconic, man. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, like – Lonzo looking up to LeBron and he's like, maybe if LeBron was, he was probably more pissed off that LeBron was trying to trade him for Anthony Davis. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think that like, yeah. I don't think that, I kind of feel like everybody knew that that, that trade wasn't going to happen anyway. Right. I mean, it's kind of mean and like they knew yeah. that it was, they were trying to, but 
I think we all on the outside knew that it wasn't going to happen. And I feel like they must have known that on the inside, too. Yeah. I mean, it was so sloppy. It was just a sloppy mess. It was such a disaster from the beginning. You're like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Like, they, they're offering the whole roster. Why would they say yes to this? <laughs> We're literally going to have, like, seven people on a roster. <laughs> yeah. And I bet, and even then, if, if, Lon- if you know, Lonzo got traded, he'd just look at Kuz just this time in New Orleans. Hey, where are we going out tonight? Like, Marty, you know? <laughs> Bourbon I was Street. Like, so ready to become a New Orleans fan after that, and it would have taken so much inner strength from me to become a Pelicans fan because they suck so much, and their games yeah. are not fun to watch. Because well, let me ask you a question because you said that you you just started watching like basketball like three or you became a fan like three or four years ago. So is that include the Lakers too, or just like yeah in general? So, like, the Lakers have sucked your whole fandom, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, it couldn't have been that hard. No, but they've, like, they've sucked, but they've had, like, the crowd. I, I think it's underrated how much the crowd matters when you're watching basketball. Because when the crowd is having fun, it's way easier to have fun at home. If it's, like, silent yeah. in the crowd and the basketball sucks and, like, all that crap, then it's way harder to get hype about it. Also, like, it's the Lakers. Like, I love the way that they do it. This is why I'm also partially why I am a by night Nets fan is that they do the spotlight on the court and then the crowd is dark. Yeah, that's super. I love that. I've always loved that. Yeah. They really, and by the way, yeah. And then like you talk about the crowd and stuff that I don't know why. I, I mean, it doesn't happen often anymore because the NBA just scores a lot of points. But I love when the Lakers are, like, close to beating someone by, and then the, the opponent has under 100. Tacos. Like, the tacos, like, it's so freaking stupid. It's a 99-cent taco, <laughs> and everyone goes insane. Like, that's, like, the smartest freaking marketing plan I think I've it's ever so seen. Good. And I think, the, I think the Sixers do it with, like, Frosties if they miss, like, back-to-back free throws Ooh, in the fourth quarter in Philadelphia. Good. That is That's so better. freaking genius because every time your opponent is on the free throw line in the fourth quarter, you want them to miss so bad. Everybody goes crazy for a frosty that you will never collect ever. That's what I'm saying LA is a basketball city, but it's not just that. It's that LA can be a basketball, football, and baseball city because it's huge. And like, they're just, there are enough fans for two teams. For two basketball teams here. People go yeah. crazy. It just is what it is. It, like, New Orleans is never going to have it because nobody cares about basketball there. And their basketball team is run idiotically. Not that that's not to say that ours isn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It definitely is. And they don't have the legacy and like the stadium and the fans and everything. Right. What worries me now as a Laker fan is like watching what the Clippers are doing and how stable they are really and how fun. they've never been stable. Even when they had Chris Paul, Blake, uh, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan, they weren't even very like you could oh, just tell they didn't like each other, you know. So it was like okay, and they never had the coach until Doc came in. Yeah, and now it's like so worrying because like, you're hearing about all these free agents, and of course it's all speculation, it's all reports, but it's like very credible dudes that are saying like. All these free agents are interested in LA. They're just interested in the Clippers. And it's like, what? 
What in what world am I living in right now? I mean, I've been a Laker fan, I guess, a lot longer than you. I got I got on board like right before Shaq got here, so like I've been oh, around wow. for a long time. Lucky yeah, like fuck. like I remember I started watching the Lakers. I'm a little older, it seems like, than you. Not too much older. I won't throw myself down. <laughs> <my time. laughs> um, I never like really saw Showtime, so I'm not that old. Yeah. Um, but I I grew up like my favorite player was like Nick Van Axel and like Eddie Jones. And then they got Shaq and Kobe and everything changed. And now it's like those those years are even the Pau Gasol and Kobe Bryant years feel like forever ago. And that was only like seven, eight years ago. And it just sucks to see as a Laker fan, you're looking at the Clippers and they have Jerry West. They have a great coach in Doc Rivers. They have a team that made the playoffs with not one single superstar. And you're looking at the Lakers like, okay, well, we got Rob Palenka and we got Ty Lue, it looks like. So what's up, Clippers? You know, it's like, ah, the tables have turned so bad. Yeah, it does. And it sucks also because there's, like, been a huge influx of people into L.A., like, very recently. And Mm -hmm. they're all becoming Clippers fans. Cheaper tickets, like, they're just way better to watch right now. And it just sucks. Especially when LeBron wasn't playing. It's like, who's going to buy those tickets, you know? Yeah, it's so it's it's so expensive. I I mean I don't go to too many Laker games, but it's so expensive. It's so crazy. But even then, I'm just kind of. I mean, aren't you stoked that you picked the Lakers and not the Clippers? Like even then, even though they're not that good. <laughs> but but also like how I feel about it is something that I can relate to is it wasn't really a choice. You know, it was the person who introduced me to watching basketball was a Lakers fan. So that was like it, – it wasn't something that I specifically cho- chose. It was somebody else chose it for me essentially. And I started watching basketball, pretty much only Lakers basketball. And then this is the first year that I've really started watching like other teams more consistently. Like I started watching the Nets this year because of D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. And also my family lives in New York, so I've actually only been to Nets games. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, I've never been to a Lakers game, but that's why I like that they do the spotlight thing, too. It's a total, like, copycat of the Lakers and the way that they do it, but it, it I think everybody should do it. I think it's kind of the best. The uh, spotlight thing is so good. It's yeah, so I good. don't really, like, I don't even like the idea of going to a Lakers or going to a basketball game and being, having, like, full fluorescent lights on me the whole time. Mm-hmm. That sounds awful, but... Yeah, so this is the first year that I've started watching other teams. And honestly, a part of it is because the Lakers were so bad for a while that, like, I needed something to be happy about. And the Nets were happy this year, <laughs> even if they kind of went out with a whimper in the playoffs. I mean, we talked about the beginning of this that we were watching the Raptors game. Mm. I saw D'Angelo Russell in a Kumho Tires commercial right now. <laughs> Like, where did that come from? That D'Angelo Russell is a spokesperson now? I love that. He just blew up this season. All-star, Kumho tires, like, you know, and it's all about the the commercials, like, pressure. Like, I live for pressure. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Pressure, pressure, (laughs) pressure. And he goes, like, yeah, ice in my veins. And then he says something, like, the transition was so obvious, like, make sure your tire pressure is good. Kumho tire, you know, it was so, like, cheesy. Yeah, it was so cheesy. Dude, you got to get that bread. <laughs> he is, he is looking for can. any sponsorship he can. 
however you can. Well, Sasha, the machine, like we said, um, we've never done a podcast together before. Silver no. Screen Roll is doing this thing this month to kind of like, you know, there's not a lot of news coming out. It's all speculation. Spice so it you're up. Just, you're just going to hear like, oh, yeah, well, I want Kevin Durant. Well, I want Kyrie Irving, you know, so mm-hmm. um, I guess we should talk about the top news of the day. I know we talked before we started recording and there's something about like Monty Williams and Ty Lue to me. And you can totally disagree with me on this. The biggest news of the day for me, Kyle mm-hmm. Kuzma is going to represent the Lakers <laughs> at the 2019 <laughs> NBA draft lottery. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Best choice. That's my boy. <laughs> I love to see him on any screen standing on a podium. I love it. He's you want to hear He's our lucky charm. Do you want to hear a slanderous story about Kyle Kuzma's uh, website? It's not slanderous. It actually is true because I'm very disappointed (laughs) in it. It's true. Um, I ordered a Kuzmania t-shirt in November. The black one. You've seen these. Everyone's seen these before, I've seen them. I've I've longingly looked at them on the website and thought as soon as I get my bread up, I will yep. buy one of these shirts. Well, I got my bread up enough to order one in like November, <laughs> like late November. And guess what? It, it still come. ain't here. It's still not here. No. And I emailed them and I emailed them and they said, oh, we're so sorry. We'll get it out as soon as possible. And they refunded my money and they never sent the shirt. Now I'm like, well, I'm not going to order another one. That's just like stupid move. Like. So, and especially, especially like in February, I was like, well, I'm glad it never came. Like they're about to trade the kid. So, um, oh, I'd still take it. I think it's a dope shirt. I want it so bad. Um, I'm just hoping that if he stays in LA, that he'll fix his website so I can order that shirt. I can't wait to become a fan of whatever team Kyle Kuzma gets traded to. Well, you're already a fan. I don't think he's going to get traded. <laughs> but he's he's going to represent the Lakers in the draft, man. He's going to be their good luck charm when they get the number one pick and get Zion Williamson. Dude, I will – I don't even know what I'll do. I'll – I will send – oh, my God. What will I do? What will I do if Kyle Kuzma picks the number one ball? Holy shit. I'll, I'll lose my shit, honestly. <laughs> he would just lose it. I will lose it. That will blow my mind. And he's already my favorite player and number one hottiest hottie on the Lakers. I don't even know what this will do to his cred. I mean, he'll just become a sensation, even more of a sensation. Kuzmania t-shirt sales will skyrocket, but there will still be the same amount of people wearing them on the street because nobody will get them. (laughs) If he gets the number one pick, they only got 2% chance to land the number one pick. If Kyle Kuzma draws that freaking lottery ball, you best retire the number zero up there again. You know, I think it's already retired, but I don't remember. But you better throw Kuzma's up there immediately. <laughs> throw it up. You, you got to just put – I mean, if you, gave, if you gave freaking Taylor Swift five banners, you better give Kyle Kuzma a jersey up there for getting the uh, – Yeah, man. That would be amazing. But that's – I mean, there's other news. I mean, we could talk about it if you want, but I just wanted to make a joke about that. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, why – Kyle Kuzma is going to represent them. I'm really curious as to what the decision-making was, um, like what the decision-making process was, whether it was as long and arduous as the coaching decision. Right. Well, it depends who you read. 
because yeah. the coaching decision didn't seem like it was that hard. They're like, LeBron wants tie. We got to go get tie. You know, uh, so be it. I'm happy for it. Yeah. The lottery, <laughs> I couldn't be happier. The lottery is uh, next Tuesday in Chicago. And um, yeah, so 2% chance that Kuz pulls it. But I think now that Kuz is there, I'm going to bump it up to like at least a three and a half. I have two weeks to become his girlfriend so that I was his girlfriend when he pulled a number one draft pick. That would be... That's a challenge. I'm up to it. That is a challenge. That is a challenge. That's a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if you haven't gone to any Laker games, you're going to have to find him in the streets of... uh, I know. Hills or something. (laughs) I've been waiting. (laughs) The whole time I've been in LA, two months now, I have been waiting and waiting to accidentally run into him and have our meet cute. Have it's you, uh, been a long walk. Have you like Twitter stalked and Instagram stalked and just kind of <laughs> just try to accidentally in quotes run into him? Um, it's not even an accident. I mean, I've been like tweeting at him a lot for a long time. Um, never been noticed. Think it's a shame. Think it's a real shame. Uh, but I don't really use Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really uh, an Instagram person per se. I don't like putting pictures of myself on the internet. Okay. Yes. That's actually a really smart thing, probably. I'm assuming. Uh, I don't know about smart. I just don't want to. <laughs> just like just a fun fact like, about me. <laughs> I love that. Like, I I like buy. It. I I think I listen to too much Joe Rogan because I buy so much into conspiracy theories. <laughs> that I think like Instagram and iPhone are working hand in hand with this face detection stuff to just keep track of uh. us everywhere. So that's just my opinion. And then that was a side note for this podcast, everybody. I only put <laughs> the best pictures of myself on the internet and they're unrecognizable. So they'll never know. Nice. <laughs> they'll never they'll be never able to track you me existed. down. Yep. They will know you if you become <laughs> Kyle Kuzma's girlfriend in two weeks because a risk I'm willing to take. You know, I hope you get it. It's worth it. I hope it's you worth get it. it. I hope yeah. you I hope you meet that goal and then I hope the internet sees your face eventually. <laughs> the fact that I've talked about it so much is almost a disqualifying thing. I literally I said something about it on the podcast I did with Christian and he goes, Oh yeah, I I forgot that's your thing, right? And I was like, Oh no. Oh god. <laughs> that's my thing <laughs> have you like tweeted like it's i've tweeted kyle kuzma 325 times and he hasn't noticed me yet that kind of thing it's more like he he was like does anybody like something something about a podcast and i was like literally i'll be the hot girl on your podcast the necessary hot girl on your nba player podcast kyle kuzma i would love that few few lakers that i follow i follow i don't even follow lebron on twitter i like his i like all of his social media things they all have sheesh that's like every single tweet has sheesh in it lebron and then yeah and then the um emoji where he blows steam out of his nostrils oh okay it's those just those two sentiments Almost the, way, exclusively. the thing with LeBron is like I figure that if he does something cool, it's gonna get retweeted into my timeline. Like when he rapped about Kyrie Irving coming back to him, like that was fun. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he <laughs> uh, he does not, and it, he any mistake that he makes is just completely blown up. Like the Daniel Craig, Tory Craig thing. Did you I see that? Totally missed that one. 
He he was like Tory Craig, Mo Harkless, Myers Leonard, all rocking the Martin LeBron sixteen on court tonight. So unreal to see on and off the court, man. But in the original tweet, he wrote Daniel Craig, Oy. Mo Harkless, Daniel <laughs> Craig. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Oh, James man. Bond. That is awesome. Um, so you want to? And it got this? reported on. <laughs> What's that? It was reported by like, like. ESPN was like talking about it all day. Oh man. You know what See, I mean? It's like ridiculous. Like This is what happens when the Lakers and LeBron James are not in the playoffs. We talk about the Lakers tweets instead on the news. Literally. And just like him making a typo. Oh, now <laughs> I see. Now I see it. So he deleted it and then his next tweet was wouldn't mind seeing Daniel Craig in the 007 movie as well. Mhm. Mhm. He's a classy guy and he owns up to his mistakes. <laughs> On and off the court. On and off the court. Just like we talked yeah. about today. Well, this has mm-hmm. been a lot of fun, dude. This has been yeah. really fun. Nice meeting you for the first time ever talking to you for the Especially first time like ever. Over, <laughs> this is like the longest, I think, introductory phone conference I've ever had in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I've had uh, I've had dates last shorter than this. So wow. A, yeah. This Those must a, have been really bad. For yeah. someone to walk out on you. Well, I how do you mean they, was, they walked out on me? <laughs> I don't know. That is a big assumption after 30 minutes of talking <laughs> to me. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, um, I'm at Alex Padilla 86. And I am uh, just my name at Sasha Shaw. And you guys can hear uh, silverscreenandroll.com on iTunes. We're doing podcasts Monday, Wednesdays, and fridays for the month i think i don't know how long this is gonna go for but i think a lot it's of fun. for may yeah it's been kind of look- fun to meet everybody yeah i know it's been really fun especially like because i haven't re- really met anybody in person before so this is just like <laughs> yeah. like hey what's up you want to do a podcast for the next 30 minutes yeah sure let's do yeah. it yeah i've literally only met sabrina before so this has been a very yeah. like a learning experience for me well it was a pleasure meeting you, and uh, yes. let's do it again. Let's sign up for another one. Lovely, together. I'm. I signed up for a bunch. I'm trying to do one every week still. So, all right, I'm gonna look. For you guys will hear me. I've signed up for zero so far. <laughs> <laughs> I hope right, you guys aren't sick of me yet. I am not. I'll do another <laughs> one with you for sure. Awesome.